0: Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32.
1: There are six flags on the field.
0: Tuesday, July 25th, we're back. National Carousel Day pretty exciting weekend i don't want to waste any time on carousels because adam's got a big appointment tonight referee mode
2: oh, you got it right this time yeah I, I take notes what do you want me to say so what did he what did he say last time uh assignment assignment's like the informal way to say it it's it should, it's an appointment mm. i've been appointed to this match
3: he's got his ref jersey on the <laughs> sleeves What's are looking the, tight it's too oh, yeah. oh, in no, person it's not even a big tighter. deal
4: The screen doesn't do it justice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that'll be a big sesh. So we had to really get the, get the pedal to the floor on this one. I think you can go.
4: I was just going to ask what the difference is between, what is the difference between an appointment and an assignment? It seems like the same, like a synonym.
2: Yeah. I, I I don't know. It's just, uh, they don't like it when you say assignment. They like, they prefer the more professional term appointment. It just sounds more, uh, professional, I guess. Hmm. More formal. You've been appointed. Like, it's a privilege to do this game. Whereas assignment is like, it's Uh, your job to do it. English Adam. Okay. Mm, Speaking of
0: appointment, my, (laughs) my interpretation of appointment was if I book something for a certain time... I show up and somebody's ready to help me. But today Mm -hmm. at Apple, I actually booked a 1220 appointment and they got around to helping me at about one o'clock. So that was really good. Mm, So shout out to the Apple store. Always uh, my favorite place to go. They're like, you don't like playing with the phones while you wait? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just typing away on the computer and I'm like, is somebody like they just keep walking by me i'm like is somebody gonna help me they're like please be patient sir we're getting to you i'm like all right i'm sure you are
4: i think the last four times i went to the apple store the recommendation for what was wrong with my phone was just to buy a new phone
0: well you do have like a 2015 phone. yeah
4: but like i don't know last time she spent 30 minutes drawing up different plans and how much it would cost <laughs> to like if i went with rogers or like which model it was Yeah, still the same phone. She just came to the conclusion. She's like,
0: well, you're getting a new phone today. (laughs) So let's talk about plans. Yeah. Wow. What a company, dude. They've got me in a headlock, though. I don't want to get into that. Uh, We're doing the AFC East today, which is exciting. We're going to be joined by Luca and then joined by Hugh afterwards, which is very exciting. We did kind of burn through like two of the deepest divisions first, but hey. The order doesn't really matter to me as long as they get done and uh, we're getting closer to football. Let's just do the movie while Adam's here. Let's crush this out. Barbenheimer was this weekend and this was the event of the summer. No other way to say it. Alex, let's go to you first. You You've had a day to process. Do you want any takes you want to get off right now? What's been on your mind since 24 hours ago when we wrapped up?
3: I think what's been on my mind the most is just honestly how well Barbie held up its own against Oppenheimer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think like Adam made a good point, like, um, cause I was the same way. I thought like driving to the movie, I was kind of like, oh, I guess we're just kind of doing this just, you know, for the culture. Like (laughs) how much do I really want to see this movie? Like maybe a three out of 10 about you know how much I really want to see it. Like would I actually go for this if, it w- if there wasn't like this cultural like Barbenheimer phenomenon going on? I probably wouldn't go see it. Um, but I'm glad I did just because it was it was such a funny movie. I had such a fun time. like the jokes just kept coming and I' probably in the one person in the theater that was laughing like every two minutes. So <laughs> it's true. a um, little hypocritical of me because you know I roasted all those people a long time ago from Spider-Man no way home. Um, but this movie was funny but this movie is an actual comedy like spider-man no way home is not like a comedy like it's just cheesy jokes but um this was actually funny so yeah i mean i had a terrific time and then uh you know oppenheimer rolled around and that was good too you know i have my thoughts on oppenheimer i've had you know some time to digest and process it um let's go it had i think it had its like really bright moments you know it had some classic christopher nolan stuff that you know Makes your palm super sweaty, makes your heart race. Um, but is it like a, I don't know, a perfect three hours? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think um, for a three-hour movie, there's quite a bit of dialogue. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just kind of went into Oppenheimer thinking it'd be a, you know, I didn't think it'd be this whole like trial. Like ha- half the movie's a, the trial. Um, so I mean, that stuff was interesting, but it wasn't, you know, something that I expected going into Oppenheimer. Um, and then the other thing too, which I, you know, I watched some videos and got some opinions from other people. Um, when you go watch it in IMAX, Christopher Nolan, he's done this for a bunch of movies. I think he did it for Tenet and I think Interstellar, the dialogue's really hard to actually like even hear, um, just cause he loves to like blow the sound up really loud in, in those IMAX movies. And you know, the characters are talking really fast. It's really quick. And I was catching only maybe like, you know, 70 to 80% of what they were talking about just cause like. I don't know, you can't catch some of the dialogue. They're just saying it too fast, and I don't know if it's too loud or the sound is just off. That was a personal thing for me. So, you know, when I go to a movie, I'd like to, you know, hear everything that's being said, um, especially in a movie with so much dialogue. It's like, okay, maybe the sound, like, you know, I don't need to hear, like, the greatest sound for someone who's talking. Like, maybe just bring the bass down a little bit. Let me hear what they're actually saying. So that that's kind of my uh, summary of those two movies. But I'm interested to, see, to hear what you guys have to say.
4: Well, I can say I was expecting going... I'll, I'll start with the dialogue thing. I was going into Oppenheimer expecting that. Like, I was expecting n- to not make out most of the dialogue. But I don't know if it was our theater or if my hearing is just shot. Shout out ASAP Ferg. But <laughs> um, I didn't think this the, the sound was, like, as loud as people said it was or yeah. as loud as I was expecting. Like, the, even the bomb, I was, like... Again, maybe it's just me, but you know, I don't think it was like, uh, you know, I didn't need to cover my ears. It wasn't that bad. And I'd feel like, again, maybe this is, this is maybe not for everybody. It might have just been the theater we were in or whatever, but I feel like I understood most of the dialogue. So that wasn't a huge issue for me. I can see like why people would be taken a kind of like off guard with the trial thing, because I don't think that's that like, if you don't like, I, I didn't know much about Oppenheimer, so I didn't really know that that was a big deal. Um, but i thought that was like some of the most interesting part of the movie like i thought the last 20 minutes when it was uh the the prosecutor guy and he was just going to like witness after witness just grilling them that was like i was on the edge of my sh- my seat and i just wanted it to keep going and going and going like i loved that part that was honestly it, looking back that was the part of the movie that i was like most
2: engrossed when the wife came in well, yeah, yeah
4: that was insane and then even the other one when her, when his friend betrayed him yeah. and then w- even when he was in the hot seat and he was like talking and then the prosecutor was putting the pressure on him uh, about the H bomb, it was like for all, anybody that's a fan of like JCS or like interrogations in general. <laughs> oh yeah, th- that was like crack. It was amazing, and the prosecutor was sick. I can, thought, can I, I thought, but I do see the I, I do see the downside. Like, if can that, I just you
3: know. say um, for the sound thing. I read somewhere, like, this is pure propaganda. People were saying that the people that went to go see Barbie could hear the bomb from from a different theater. That is so cap. Like, they could hear the bomb explosion from a different theater that was watching Oppenheimer, the Barbie people. That is such a lie. Like yeah. it was not that loud. I
2: don't. It was. I don't that well think hard. that's a lie at all. Like when you go to the theaters, like the it depends what movie theater you're at. But I remember when I went to West Hills as a kid, like and your oh, the theaters relatable. are side all by right, side. West Hills side. is like, like dude, yeah. when you're when you're at like, like a cheap child. theater and you're side by side, like if anything happens the in the theater, theater next to you during a quiet scene, <laughs> you hear the whole thing, dude. I it happens know. all the time. I don't know. I, I think it's cap. I I
0: agree that. I mean, the scene of the movie was when she hit him with the... It was 16, no 17, no 18 years ago. That was oh, sick. Yeah, that was, that was the scene all of the movie. Day, all day. And those last 20 minutes when they, I mean, Downey Jr. was cooking, they had everybody going. And that to me was like the most invigorating part. And that was like, I was trying to think of it. Cause I agreed with you, was when we were in the car, you said that to me about how you weren't expecting so much of it to be trial, but I was figuring like, how could you tell that? How could you tell his story? And that's probably the right way to do it. Like where does like sort of track his oh, life yeah. along with, this and then end it with that because he's the guy who feels a certain type of way about it that most people didn't and, feel.
4: Can I also add a note too? It's not, it wasn't like Christopher Nolan read all these books about Oppenheimer and then made a movie. It, it's based on a book called, I think American Prometheus. And from what mm. I've heard, it, it's really, really like, like, authentic and loyal okay. to that it's like a really true interpretation so basically i mean yeah he obviously has creative freedom but i think he was trying to basically tell the story of that particular book mm-hmm. which i think focused a lot a lot on the trial so that's you know i give him a little bit of slack there
3: yeah i think also like i don't obviously don't come from like a physics you know like chemistry <laughs> background i think you know if i had kind of a clue about how physics work maybe it'd maybe it'd you know be you know better for me to understand but like I'm not knocking the movie re- like that's probably like it's just I'm saying I didn't really expect it and it was dialogue heavy but I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy any of the dialogue because I think that ending was one of the greatest endings in oh, movie history I'm not so even going to lie cuz I got goosebumps for that last ending with with him and Albert Einstein and then then like um going and showing like the real world like what, what do noobs look like now and showing, a, you know, a possible future of us, honestly, just destroying ourselves. Yeah. Um. I thought that was horrifying, shocking. It just makes you really think. For me, that was the peak of the movie, because I was like, oh my God, like, that is honestly just super frightening. Um. And I, I thought that was probably one of the greatest endings. And Christopher Nolan typically is, you know, has really great endings with his movies, but I thought that was one of the better ones, and if not the best.
0: And I agree that I really enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it was a perfect three hours. But that no. doesn't mean yeah. that I don't respect. Like uh, you could tell, it, it, I mean, it's been incredibly well shot and edited. Like and it, acted. That's, yeah. And that's not saying much because that's what you come to expect. But it was, uh, it was a pretty special movie. I'll say that it was, yeah. it was excellent. But it wasn't a flawless five stars for me. But that's not. I mean, I'm not knocking it at all by saying. Like, that. I'm going to go
3: see think. it on Thursday again.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, I, I have plans to see at least. Yeah, me one too. One too. I'm trying to go again, and I'm trying to go to Barbie again, which we can talk about in a sec. Can, can I, I
4: say one more thing about Op? Yeah, yeah, and Adam uh, should
0: get one too. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, He's Adam. Go, I
4: was I just wanted to say real quick the i the dialogue piece. I you know there was a lot of dialogue, but one thing I want to give Christopher Nolan credit to, and this is what he does a lot in his other movies too, is he. Whoever, I think it was Ludwig something or other. Ludwig is the guy Morrison. Who, Unbelievable yeah, score. Amazing. Like even the most like dry dialogue. And again, this is just me, but I was like with the way they wove it, because di- it seemed like every scene with dialogue kind of had that score kind of intermingled. It seemed like it was like they were discussing the most important thing ever. Like I, I could not look away. <laughs> because the score was perfect. Yeah, the score the, was yeah, just the score was perfect. They couldn't it have amazing. cooked up a better score. And I
3: thought Hans Zimmer was doing the score. No. Yeah. But uh it looks like Ludwig Gorenson is is Chris Nolan's like next next guy.
2: Yeah. I mean, we got most most of the op stuff out. Uh, I kind of agreed with everything. For me, it was just kind of like watching it. Like I'm really glad we I watched it in IMAX because it kinda of felt like if I watched that movie on my own like three months from now on my laptop, I'm not sure if I would have liked it as much. Like yeah. I, I think yeah. I would have got bored. and looked at my phone and maybe looked away. So, I mean, watching it in, like, an IMAX theater and just locked in, like, full house, all the boys locked in on the movie, I was just, like, entranced for three hours. Like, it kind of went by pretty quick, and uh, it was just a job well done. And it looked so good, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. wow. And there's
4: also something to be said, too, about watching a movie where there's not a single empty seat in the house. Like, it's like everybody's in there. It was packed, and nobody...
0: hand up i had to pee the whole time everybody who was <laughs> in this room knows this but i was looking for spots to see when people were going pee because i needed to go well, and i gave nobody nobody, nobody <laughs> the entire movie was leaving so i felt so out of place if i left so i actually toughed it out respect to me i'm mad enough but uh no it was uh it was an amazing show i think we could talk about it more at the end but let's let's do some barbie quickly wow. what a show i i was Definitely. i was amazed and you know i was expecting kind of like uh You know, a little bit like a soft, cheesy, like, meme movie. But the way they did it was just... It was so funny, and there's no other way to say it than... Connor put it this way in his letterbox review, Ken VP. There's no other way to say it. He he dominated the show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I... I don't want to be the guy to say it, but I'm going to say it. I thought Barbie was better than Op. Like, I had a better time at Barbie than. <laughs> no, than that's I had not at even op. a hot take. Like, like, I respect I think it. It. it's this show's 50 50. I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if it's because I was Maybe watching 50/50. with the boys, because I, I definitely wouldn't have laughed that much on my own. But, like, just every joke that got dropped in hearing Alex laugh. And, no, <laughs> I, like, I want to know from the. People listening to this, if your theater was laughing at the jokes, because no one in our theater was laughing for like 90% of the jokes except for us boy which like <laughs> everyone's taking it so serious. I know, and I'm pretty I sure it was it meant was to, was to be it funny. Was
3: predominantly women that were in the movie because most of the Eat. jokes were being made at men. Yeah, and I thought the jokes
2: that were being made at men were hilarious. So maybe Same. they were like scared to laugh or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah they, I don't know.
4: Well, people are taking this movie as like the greatest. I, You know, not to get political or anything, but people are taking this as, like, the greatest piece of, like, cinema ever. People are saying it should be mandatory viewing for everybody as, like, a feminist kind of I wouldn't be
2: surprised if like 10 years from now in grade A English class and you have that one English teacher, she makes you watch this movie. Like, I would not yeah. be shocked. I mean, I thought
0: it had that part to it. Again, I'm not the target. This show is not the target demo for this movie. Well, we but it's In a little bit, but they kind of catered <laughs> it. PR. I think they made it that way because it's like everybody's going to come to this. We have to give everybody something. Everybody eats type beat, but we're
2: not like. I think m- I think the message is targeted at us. Why uh, they I they agree with Adam. I know it, d- it doesn't yeah.
3: seem like we're the target audience, but it does. It definitely seems like they're trying to teach a lesson yeah. to men as well. Yeah, I because I the only way <laughs> that stuff like it, yeah <laughs> mean, I get the whole like empowering thing of women, but it's also like if you do want it to change, you also have to show this kind of stuff to men as Let's well. Let's
2: go. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, man. me and Owen were talking about how uh, like obvious the message of the movie was, but I guess based on uh, Alex's review, maybe. Like, not well, I think yeah, Alex is right. No, <laughs> Alex is right, yeah, yeah. Well, and then, like it was I, I mean, honest. and then I saw
3: some people on TikTok taking it like way too oh, far. This one yeah. girl was like, Barbie is just making women hate men and stuff. I'm like, Kate, that if you came out, out of the movie like with that, you know, idea, I, you just you take yeah, yourself on. way too it's seriously. It's Barbie
2: like, and it's Ken, come
3: yeah, on, it's it's simple Wrong. as that. Um, I think that I think the messages are. Um, quite clear and I, and I think it's a great movie to see I think as funny as it is I think there's some really good like real world uh, you know issues that for they sure. bring up and, and talk about Um, and I mean what else do you expect from a director like Greta Gerwig who directed Little Women not that I watched Little Women but <laughs> from what I understand I've seen it I've seen it that I watched, but like a lot of people were like that's a really like empowering uh, you know,
4: movie. movie for women yeah I mean, Owen can maybe speak to it more Uh, my, it's my sister's favorite movie. I think it's really like uh, people really enjoy it. Like my brother loves that movie too. So I think it is really good. I think she did Lady Bird too, which is my girlfriend. One of my girlfriend's favorite movies. Wow. So, so she's, yeah, you know, she's cool. got hits for sure. The,
0: the thing about this movie was, like you said, like I was laughing the entire time. I don't know the jokes about men were so funny. When they started cooking oh. with the with the oh, Godfather, God. when they got oh.
2: Owen back to back to back with the banking, yeah, dude, I was, that in the was blender. so funny.
0: And they <laughs> like if you didn't laugh at that, I don't know what to say. And the thing about it was, I was I was thinking about this in the car because I was like, oh, like my sister, my mom would like this movie, so I told my mom to go see Barbie. And then I was like, honestly, my dad would probably laugh at Barbie. Like, <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. everybody would find this movie funny. I don't know who I wouldn't recommend it to. And that's like the highest compliment I can give this movie is like, it just blew me out of the water for what I was expecting. And the laughs per minute was, was high. Yeah. I'll say that it was very I, high. I couldn't
3: believe um, Noah
0: Baumbach shout out marriage don't
4: story. He yes. Is.
3: He, he wrote this movie with Greta Gerwig. I think they're, I don't know if they're married or if they're just in a relationship. They've directed other movies too. as well. So they were just cooking like joke after joke the yeah. godfather thing was hilarious it was like can you like yeah talk over the, money the whole thing, entire movie the savings and explain father to <laughs> yeah. me which is like the song dude. guys do like that's just what we do you know it's <laughs> funny um <laughs> and then when ken goes and he's like i want to work he's like goes to like a goldman Sachs or something yeah. or mattel or i don't know where he goes he's like i want to be like ceo <laughs> like well like do you have an nba or a mask. it's like no it's like but like don't you do the patriarchy <laughs> he's like yeah we do just like we're more secretive about it, or when he goes to the doctor and he's like, I want to do one app, and that was, yeah. like, No,
2: like and he's like, Can he we get said, a do doctor? That runs do after one after the app guy? Yeah, yeah, he sees the guy, he's like, Oh, doctor, <laughs> yeah. oh man, no, he or when he sees like every truck he sees, he just like it stops what he's doing and turns and looks at the truck. That was good, I man. like
0: that. It was a great time at the theater, and I'm so happy that the summer brought back movies this year because Mission Impossible got. Shut out, kind of this weekend, from yeah, what I saw. Bad time to bad, a movie. <laughs> very bad time, yeah. but it was still good. I'm just happy that I had reasons to go to the theaters this summer because I'm looking at the rest of the, of the schedule not to move on from these movies, but I'm not liking what's what's coming.
3: Can, can I just say also for Barbie, I thought the way they wrapped it up was genius, genius. Because you know the Kens take over Barbie, Barbie World or whatever, and now you think like, okay, obviously like the the Barbies are going to take it back. You know, yeah. it's empowering, it's feminism, all this. And then I don't know, I thought that they were just going to kind of like take over the Kens and put them back to where they exactly, were and just kind of shit too. on them. But they didn't. They like, imp- like, as long like the Barbies did win, but at the same time, the Kens kind of won too. It yeah. was like, yeah. you're more than just Ken. Like, I you am know, I'm Knuff. <laughs> you're Knuff. So I thought, um, as much as they did focus on the feminism aspect of it, I thought that there was great, you know, there were great messages for men there, too. I, th- I thought it was great. So, yeah. they, they elevated the Kens as well. Yes, not to they like, didn't just, like, leave them behind.
4: Yeah, I will say th- like, there were some uh, there's some people, like, on both sides of the people. There are people that really hate this movie and people that, I think, take it. Ooh, Shout who, out Shapiro? who didn't like There's, oh, there's no. some, I mean oh, Shapiro mode. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's some people. What and then some people it? on TikTok oh. made me want to hate it because yeah. it was like, you know, if you're a man, you know, you shouldn't speak on this movie or,
2: oh, you know, or if like you're men, not, brother. men won't understand this movie was, yeah. was a crazy one to me.
4: Yeah. You know, and like, so that, but I think at its heart, like this was the hardest I laughed at a, at a movie we've seen outside of bow. Um, oh, since we started doing this <laughs> and it was like, I I was laughing for a good chunk of it. And uh, yeah, I thought that like the commentary was really funny. It was really on the nose. Like, like Phil was saying, oh, there was like that when it was, you know, talking about it was kind of making fun of the Ken's. I was like, wow, that's it was just literally me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I after think switch. people
3: who are saying that men shouldn't go see this movie is like the dumbest thing ever.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. I, with I, that.
3: I, it's the dumbest thing ever. I think, you know, it's not easy to get men to go watch, you know, movies. I think about feminism. It's just I don't know. I just don't think it is. But um bringing them into Barbie, I think I think is a great way to to expose them to this this type of you know genre, this type of movie, these type of like real world problems that we have. Um so discouraging men from seeing this movie is stupid. Yeah. Because stupid. I honestly came away with this movie with like, I don't know, different different perspective. Yeah. yeah. I think and it's a great, great movie to see. I gotta
2: say my favorite character was uh the CEO, Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. He was he was a Will beast, was in my opinion. Dead. He was a beast. And I
0: saw people hating on him. They were like, What a waste of money. Like he was trying
2: like what? what was not to like about Will so Farrell funny, in dude. this movie. He was hilarious. When he, he was, was talking about him. like the history of the company and why they're feminist, and it's like ah uh, he kind of sounds like the real yeah. world. <laughs> it was like ah. Uh.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think they were all I think all across the board, like the cast was really good. Like Margot Robbie was really good. She was great. No, it wasn't yeah. better than him. I love. But the one guy that I think everybody loves that kind of fell flat for me was Alan. Like I just thought his character, and I get, I get this is Ooh, partially like intentional. Oh, all, maybe I'm just way too much on TikTok, but people love him, and maybe it's because like He's his Michael character is supposed to be kind of like relatable, boring or relatable. But I just Michael Sarah as an actor just doesn't really do it for me. Uh, he was just kind of like a whatever like milk toast he character. Does
3: do it for me. He does do it for me, and I was actually expecting more from him but he was just, I don't know. I feel like they didn't use him very well. I feel yeah. they could have put anybody in that position because yeah. he was such a flat character, but Michael Cera is generally like one of the fun, like if you've ever watched super bad, like it's, it's a hilarious movie. Like, Oh the, yeah.
0: I, if they parked, I don't know why
3: they picked him to play such a flat, boring role. That's
0: yeah. what I'm saying. They could have done better with that. Like if you throw like, uh, like Jonah Hill or something in there, like you'd get better value for that character. Yeah. I feel like, but I did, I did want to throw in a couple questions relating to both movies. Movie MVPs, let's start with that. What do you think the MVPs are? Are we doing one for both? Like, yeah, one, one, each? For, one
4: for both or one for uh, whatever you want. The MVP for Op for me, like I'd, I'd love to give it to Robert Downey Jr. because he was amazing and he carried a good part of the movie, but I just, it, like, Killian Murphy was, un, like, he just was unreal. Yeah, he'll I mean. probably win the awards. Yeah, he was amazing. And then for Barbie... Like, I know, you know, people are going to hate me for saying this, but, you know, Gosling for me was he was the guy like I hate I hate to say it, but he was. He did it for me. And I'm a Gosling guy, like, through and through. So I'm super biased. I so keep that in oh, mind. Oh, me too. We are Gosling guys in this show. And I Alex looked at me at one
0: point and said during the movie, "Let's," because it was the part when he went back to turn Barbie world into Kenland, And he was like, can we get some more Ken? Like, can we go back to Ken? Can we get some more Ken? And that's why he's the MVP for me. Even though I'm not hating on uh, Barbie, she was amazing. And she does, like, a good job of, like... Being like perfect, and then also being like uh, like emotional. She was great. Like, there's, I'm I'm not hating on her.
4: What I will say too is she was great for sure. But I think she was like one of the things that maybe made me like Ken Moore was. I don't think Barbie was like a very funny character.
0: Yeah, maybe. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I have, and then you got to go. You got to go. Killian. Even though, like you said, Robert Downey Jr. and Emily Blunt was cooking too. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. She just didn't get enough minutes.
4: Pew so, had Pew was cooking too.
0: Sure, you can give it to Mur- Killian Murphy. I'll
3: try and think of maybe someone else. There were a vast range of characters, actually, that um, you know they casted in, uh, in op. So just from like all the different people that were working in there and everything. So, um, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll give it to Robert Downey Jr. I thought he was the most magnetic person in those dialogue scenes and in those tri- trial scenes. Um, so I thought... I, I think I've seen... I've seen Killian Murphy cook before. I've, I haven't really seen Robert Downey Jr. cook like this before because I've only really known him as Iron Man, you know? And, and obviously the Iron Man role isn't easy to play in Endgame and all that stuff, but I've never seen him in a role like this. So I was super impressed um, with what, what he uh, developed for this character. Um, and then in in Barbie, I'll go with maybe someone different. I'll go with like uh, I Simu Liu. I, th- I, thought, I thought he was really funny with Ryan Gosling, like the little competition they were having um and then when when that one girl's like oh my gosh i don't know how to use photoshop it's like <laughs> let me show you how to use photoshop um so i thought him him and uh, ryan gossam were really good so Wait, i'll give it to him
2: so was the like dance off was that a beach off or like what is a beach off I, oh, the beach, I, the, thing the, beach so the beach was i think it's mostly used so as good. a joke but what if
3: there's beach, beach i'm really good at beach. <laughs> You want to be boyfriend girlfriend. <laughs> That's just oh man. The writing was really good for Barbie. It was. It was. I want
4: to give my bronze medal for op to uh Benny Safty too. Most valuable low usage
0: player.
3: Most valuable. You could go for Oh, so for op it was the guy that played Einstein. I agree with that. I was that was sick. Um did an excellent job. I keep going back to that final scene. That final scene was just I've already rewatched that scene like eight times today, just because I, I get goosebumps every time. Um, I thought he was tremendous, um, a, a low usage character. Um, and then in Barbie, I'll go with the president. Oh, Issa Rae! Issa Rae, she was freaking sick, and she dropped like the funniest line with the one swear in the movie that they bleeped out. I I blurted out loud uh, when when she when she <laughs> dropped you. that line. I thought that was hilarious. So
0: what uh, way to censor yourself, Alex? Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you on Einstein. I guess what had a better cast would be a better question because if Barbie. you had to pick one, they're both so elite, but they both had so many. I feel like value. You probably got to go up. Op had more value because Barbie had like you could tell the money was like here we're gonna pay like a couple but that's mil what makes for the Dua better Liga. cast though.
3: Yeah, but like because with Barbie, I was like, oh, I know that person. I know that person. I know that person. Like Oppenheimer they like casted a lot of people where you were like, "Oh, really? No, I've really seen this guy before." Josh Peck. Oh
4: man, I I think I I knew every new character I knew. And it's cuz yeah, I know every new character I knew in Opp, like all of them. Like like really? even the even the little So you ones. knew the guy that was like Robert Downey Jr's like advisor? There were I mean, yeah, there were a few I didn't know, but I just felt like that's the one thing with Christopher Nolan is he's kind of got his his boys that he always, like Killian Murphy's been in every movie or most of the movies he's done his whole career. And so it's like, he's just got these guys that he's, he kind of brings back every movie. And so, he, I don't know, there's a lot that I recognized. Mm-hmm. Shout out Sean Avery.
3: Oh, shout out, um, sorry, for Op, I said uh, Robert Downey Jr. Shout out Matt Damon. Matt Damon oh. was cooking it up. Yeah, I totally forgot that shout. Matt Damon was uh, in this movie. He
0: was excellent. Yeah, he really was. He's he's hit a good point in his career where he's just got money movies just coming yeah. out of the waz, and he's always got good characters. So seems like a good dude too. He does. He seems like a good guy. So I got to I got to give him some props too. I guess last question would have to be final scores because this was this was an excellent event. It was a raw time. Adam, let's go with you
2: first on final scores. I'm going uh Barbie nine point three. Okay, and I'm going Op eight point nine. Wow. I was so
3: me and Adam were just cooking the entire day. <laughs> uh, too bad he can't hear that. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go Barbie 9.2, so that's just one one point lower than uh, or point one lower than uh, Adam. And then Op, I'm giving 8.8. So also, uh, and we had the same. We went out for lunch, and we had the same entree and <laughs> the same dessert. So Adam and I were just on on par yeah, you were. Uh, yesterday.
4: Uh, I'll go Barbie for me was a. It was probably a seven. Uh, and then Op was a 9.5. That was as close to a perfect movie without being perfect. I'm going to give
0: Barbie an eight and a half, and I'm going to give Oppenheimer an 8.8. I think that's the right way to score it. I also want to give Mission Impossible an eight because I loved Mission Impossible. I just want that on the record. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't as good as either of these movies, but it was still pretty good to me so yeah i watched mission impossible
5: too i thought it was
0: good um if
3: i had to score it i give it like a 7.5
4: i give it a, probably about a seven yeah
3: they, they they have a pattern they make the same movie but it always that's the only drawback is like okay I, I might have seen this movie a few times
4: before mm-hmm. and, and it was bullet train i want to say that too it's the <laughs> same movie
3: and then and then like damn i've really even watched i think that might have been my first mission impossible movie that i've watched but like i have still kind of seen that whole movie play out before but um Tom Cruise, like, we get it, you can run. Like, (laughs) not every scene has to be you just, like, sprinting knees high. But, like, I feel like they've been showing that in his movies for a really long time. Like, maybe, like, we don't have... Not every scene has to be that. Like, we get it, you can run fast. Okay.
4: Yeah. But I do think he made up for it with the driving the motorcycle off the mountain. Like, practical, with no CGI, was unbelievable.
3: Oh, that was... Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that is
4: tough.
3: I was, like,
0: holding my breath during that scene. That seems crazy. And the last 30 minutes with the trains was, I mean... That's why he's the goat. That's why those franchises see, are the best.
4: That's the that's part I would say. I would say I could take or leave that part, just because I thought it was a bullet train redo. But I do see the appeal.
0: And Adam, give me the movie that you're watching. Uh, we're watching next week.
2: Oh, let's go. Who's keeping this under wraps? Yeah, uh, he's been hiding. Yeah, so it's it's uh, not actually going to be a movie, um, but it's <laughs> Raw. a it's a standalone Raw. TV episode. It's a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna song. watch we're gonna watch a Black Mirror episode, and I think I'm gonna go with uh, San Junipero. We're Kay. gonna watch that classic. One. I never seen oh, that. Never watched an episode of Black Mirror, so that's actually really shocking to me. But I hope you like it. <laughs> I I love this episode, so I hope we can watch it.
0: Okay, bet San Junipero. So pencil that in. All right, bet. AFC East, we're pleased to be joined by Luca for the start of this. Second appearance ever. His first one was online way back in the day in the Zoo episode, if I'm remembering correctly. He's a big Bills fan, so we're going to talk about the Bills first and then be joined by Hugh later. But what's up, man? How are you? It's a pleasure to have you on.
6: Not too bad. It's a pleasure being here. It's a lovely space. Good. And we always love when, when folks compliment our studio.
0: Yes, that we'll is. That. It's years worth of work, really, that's gone into this. And then there's donations up there with the – Benzema and the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it, it really is. But <laughs> <Benzema>. <laughs> let's get into the Bills because I think the number one thing about Buffalo this year is there's a lot of negative vibes. Like I'm feeling in years past, like it was like they're the Super Bowl favorite, yeah. they're the number one team. But now all of a sudden, like if I would just say for people who, you know, sort of tune football in the offseason and pick back up in July or June, or August, it seems like most people have negative vibes about the Bills. But when I was looking at their roster, like, not really that much has changed. So yeah. why do you think the
6: vibes are so negative? I know the playoff X and everything, but it really is low these days. All, all the Stephon Diggs shit definitely got picked up and, and, and played out. Overblown, perhaps, a little bit. Because other, other than that, like you said, teams more or less the same. Resigned most of the top guys from from, from last year that we need mm-hmm. to keep, Poy, or Hyde. Mm-hmm. All, all those fine gentlemen. So... I think we win less games probably because the division has done better and, um, and the schedule just as a whole is a little bit tough, mm-hmm. uh, especially if if the boys don't figure out the whole run game situation because that was that is the heat you know, not not very existent last year. So yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you were eight and one from my from what I remember, eight and one, and then Allen gets an elbow injury and his numbers went way down after that point. And
4: Us I is Zach Wilson, that, I don't think it can get any worse than that. Is that
0: really the loss of Zach Wilson? Mm-hmm. Wow. The streets are forgotten Dude, the jets were good at one time too. We'll talk about them later, but it, uh, it seems like from there, like you, the, the air kind of went out the balloon. And I I don't know if I'm the only one, but I, I'm expecting the bills to be at good again at that same pace. Like I, I don't see why a healthy Allen, they drafted Kincaid in the first round, I know they lost Edmonds and a couple pieces like Lee that. Hines, yeah, it? uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of an accident today with the uh,
6: with the old jet skis.
0: How do you run into another jet skier at full speed? That doesn't. Wouldn't you, Didn't know, you
3: die? Like, how is that even an accident? I feel like that's like instant death. <laughs>
0: He might be lucky to just get away with the broken leg, yeah. but I, and I think da- I think Damian Harris has something. Like I don't think that the uh, I know Devin Singletary's gone, but I uh, I've been so tired of drafting him or getting him on waivers and ha- having him disappoint me. So I don't think that's much of a loss. But I, I I don't know if I'm the only one, but I'm expecting a pretty similar season despite these vibes. Where are you at on?
4: Yeah, I agree. I want to say. Look, I don't know a lot about run game stuff, but it seems to me they've like plug and played like eight or nine different running backs over the last like three years and nobody's cl- like worked. So to me that maybe says that it's more of an issue with like scheming the run or the way you draw up the run because you'd think one of them would be okay, right? So I don't know if that'll change, but I do think, yeah, other than that, the personnel seems similar. The co- You have the same coach. Um, the one thing you can say is that you know they don't have Dable, although he was like obviously wasn't there last year. But their best years, he was a pretty big part of the team. It seemed like, and what they did. So, I think there's some question marks still as to like how much is the injury, how much is not having Dable. Like, is it just an off year for Allen, or is it like actually a result of these things? So there's some questions, but yeah, I think the bulk of the team is the same. So there is reason to believe they'll be similar to last year. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe some of the
0: concern comes from with just the history of the bills as a franchise and how cursed they are. And I think Alex would probably be the most receptive to the idea that maybe they have missed a window here to do some damage because I, I do feel that it's at least a little bit possible. I know this is the last year of Allen before his uh, big extension kicks in. I think he goes from like 20 or 21 million to like 47 or something like that. It yeah. is a big jump next season. So I don't know, Alex, do you think that's at least a possibility that they have missed the window or where are you at?
3: Well, that's why I think i um, I actually like them a lot this year, um, because that the contract kicks in next year. So that's why I think they understand the locker room ex- understands. Um, same kind of deal I was talking about with the Bengals, because I think Joe Burrow's contract uh,
0: He's doesn't got it one kick one or two more. Yeah, I don't know who I was talking
3: about. Who's uh, oh, it might be uh, actually no, I'm just no Browns, Browns. About, it was Cleveland, Browns, Browns, Browns. Yeah, with uh, yeah, 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 with the contracts that kick in. Um, so I, that's why I think that um they understand that as a locker room as a team that you know if they want to do something this should be the year just because once that contract kicks in they're gonna have to start you know scraping for guys in the fifth sixth round um put a lot of pressure on younger cheaper guys um so you know they brought back most of their guys like luca said um most of their players i like that the core is still together um and i honestly like them to do to win the division this year um i know a lot of people are hyped on miami but I don't know. Like, I don't really trust Tua. Tyreek's another year older. I know people are loving McDaniel. Um, they kind of remind me of the uh, of the Patriots the first year Mac Jones came in. Oh my God, Mac Jones next Brady. This I know that Patriots Patriots fans blow that out of proportion, but everyone and then they got stomped out by the Bills. So I I don't expect the Dolphins to you know be this like huge threat. They're a good team. But I don't think, and I know the Buffaloes had some tough, tough games with, with the Dolphins, but I'm not really scared of the Dolphins um, and, and the Jets too. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, he's toxic. He's in a bigger market. I, I'm not super scared of the Jets either. I still think Josh Allen's the best quarterback in that division. Um, you know, hurt his elbow last year. I think that was tough for him. There was a lot of stuff going on, you know, Stephon Diggs, all that. Um, so I, 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 still believe in this team, um, with the core that they have with the quarterback that they have. Um, and, and I like to bet on a team that, you know, a lot of people are, are betting to be bad. Um, so there's a lot of negativity going around with the bills. So I, I do actually expect them. Uh, I think you could maybe get even a good number with them, uh, maybe on the over under or, or some other future bets with them. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm, I have a more positive outlook on the, on the bills this year.
1: Yeah,
0: and I think they're well, their over-under is 10.5, and most people do tend to like the over there, but that's a decent number. They have the third best odds to win the Super Bowl, still 8.5 to 1. Their favorites to win this division, plus 130. I know you mentioned the Jets last, and I know Owen would have been the first one to mention them, because I do feel like if you're going to make the argument against them, it is they got to play Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, Prescott, Lawrence, Rodgers twice, Tua twice. They have the fourth most difficult schedule. Six of their last seven are against teams with over-under over nine. So if you're going to build the case against them, it would be that they have a harder schedule and that the team has, I don't know, at least shown some cracks in big games over the years. But I think you'd probably be most receptive to the uh, Jets, maybe kicking them down a peg.
4: And we can talk about the Jets in greater detail in greater detail when it's their turn. But like, the Jets obviously have a really, really strong defense and they have had a really good receiving core and just weapons in general offense. Uh, and then the missing piece was always quarterback. And I, I think like this is, that's where their season kind of hinges is whether you think that Aaron Rodgers has fallen off the cliff or if you think he, that was like yesterday, last year was like a, just a blip on the radar. And now he's, you know, he can kind of get back to form, which I think is going to happen. So, um, yeah, I think I, I would, I would, I would. If you're thinking about betting on this division, I would, uh, I would take a, a, a really hard look at the Jets.
0: Luca, you might like it more that the Jets are such a story, and that because like the Buffalo is sort of an under the radar. Like I feel like if I had to like group the fans and the team, they would want to be under the radar. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. But now that you've got the Jets in there and the drama that's going on with them, they're the hard knocks team. Aaron Rodgers and the Dolphins are flashy and exciting, and the Patriots are. Kind of whatever at this point, but you probably are happier with like less buzz going into a season, even though some of it's negative vibes. Oh, yeah.
6: it, it does always feel like the team that eventually or the teams that eventually make the Super Bowl aren't really talked about all that much in preseason, or people are kind of yeah, I agree with kind of like forget That's about it more or less. This is why, why not Why because not people were
3: penciling in Buffalo basically to yeah to be in the Super Bowl last yeah. year, mm-hmm. and they crushed the Rams at home. If you're like, well, let's not even play the rest of the season, you know. Because mm-hmm. they killed the killed the Rams in that first game. Um, so I, I like it more that they're a little more low-key. just quick on the Jets. I, I need like show me. Like, I need to see first like what, what's gonna happen here. I think there's too much hype on the Jets. Aaron Rodgers is not a good teammate. A lot of young a, guys. I think he's
4: a great teammate,
3: to be <laughs> fair. No. <laughs> I know because you everyone's can say... you know, gonna be drafting like Garrett Wilson in like the first and second round, and I wouldn't be surprised if Garrett Wilson's like not even being used just because Aaron Rodgers and be like, well, I actually want to use Alan Lazard more. Will, that that will happen.
4: He, he will be his Lazard more.
3: <laughs> well, exactly. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. I just, I just think him being in New York, it's going to be more dysfunctional. And I think people are hyping up Salah too much. I think he's a great coach, but um, I don't know. He He coached like, like eight good games towards the end of the season. Everyone's like, Oh, he's back. He's a really good coach. I don't know. I'd I'd have to wait on the Jets. I don't think it's like a sure thing that they're actually going to be good. Um, I don't really know what's stopping them from being like the Browns from last year.
0: I'm, I'll put the ball on the Bills first, and then let's do the Jets because the Jets are <laughs> the Jets are leaping through the box right now. But I want to ask one last thing about Buffalo. Um, the 13 seconds to go. If you don't win a Super Bowl in the next, I don't know, two three years how down because 13 seconds ago was already pretty rough but the fact that they like were the favorites the next year I feel like kind of like took some of the blow out of it when you think back on that like tell me where you were when you watched that because I don't know the answer to that and then do you think that's going to get worse if you don't
6: win because that was I mean probably that was the most depressing football moment of my life I was just in my room headphones on just watching this uh, absolutely cussing out the entire Buffalo Bills defense. I was, <laughs> I was angry. I was an angry boy. Um, it just didn't make sense to me in the moment. I was like, how, how do you, how do you simply let this happen? How do you let? i already forget who it was. It was all a blur. I think but, everybody, everybody was <laughs> eating. Everybody was eating. Yeah, but just in those last few seconds, just carry that far down, and then yeah. And
0: to get the rule changed just probably makes it worse too. Yeah, because then it's like the Bills rule, and then it, and then it just lives on forever like, well, we had a different rule until the Bills game. Yep. So I, I I hope you get one for your sake because I think that that would be a, it would, would be a
6: pretty tough way to live. It would be very fitting for the franchise for, for it that would be. to become the the Bills rule. So, you know. That's kind of what makes it worse. That, yeah. that honestly gives me more blinders because
0: I'm a big, like, I I don't like good vibes around the Lions. I don't like good vibes around the Browns. Wow. Like the Jets. because But just because solely because they're cursed – franchises like there's a history of oh, curses yeah. and the bills are a prime curse franchise it just is what it is they they i remember them as the fitzpatrick bills most of my life like to have them good is much of a uh much of a surprise in terms of what i usually remember
4: they get von miller back right they do
6: they do they do indeed and and, and trey white i mean like, he played a bit towards at the end of last year but like uh, fully actually back with an off season behind him so how old
4: is he I don't know.
6: I feel like he's getting up there. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm I wrong. I think he's man. in his thirties now, for sure. Okay. Okay. Mo- mo- most of their did like Jordan Poole or Micah Hyde are both thirty-two. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of big important contributors that are getting up there in age, which is a little scary in terms of injuries. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. you get older, that's more likely. But um.
0: But you did have the fourth most injured defense in the league last year. That usually comes back to fix itself. Like, usually guys stay healthier the year after. I know, like you said, the guys are getting up there, so that doesn't really bode well. It's not like you're yeah. counting on a bunch of young guys to get better. But I I don't know. I still look at this. I still see a championship-level roster. I oh, yeah. I don't see a reason why to take the under. And I, I expected to take the under because of what I was hearing about them all the offseason, about the dig stuff, like you said, and everything. But I don't know. I like the over here. Where are you at?
4: I like the under and and you are right I think it, with your uh, points that like the roster hasn't really changed and I think they have enough personnel to be competitive my issue more than anything is just that like the the bills that I saw in that game against the Bengals just rolled over like it was the most pathetic thing I would maybe ever seen from well maybe not ever but one of the more pathetic showings I've seen in like recent playoff memories so I don't think this team is really uh, it has enough championship dna to to get to do what needs to be done to win a championship um and i think that'll be reflected in the regular season as well
6: the regular season record goes it's going to be right around that line it's going to be 10 or 11 wins solely because the strength of schedule is Mm -hmm. a little bit heat um we don't love that that being said the potential on the team is there and i wouldn't be shocked if they win you know 10 11 games and then go on to to play in the super bowl and maybe win it that's possible. Like they could be saving themselves a little bit. Like uh, the Chiefs have done yeah. that the last couple of years, where
0: they You're sort there. of take some take some L's in the regular season. Yeah. I I that is that Bengals point is interesting that you mentioned. That like what do you attribute that to? As a Bills fan, like do you think there's dissension within the team a little bit? Or do you think that's a no? Has to be right. What What that. do you
4: make of the Diggs thing in
6: general? Uh, he does seem to be like a, a bit of a moody mark, if you will. Yeah, um, I, like I think that's but, a good way to put it. But I think at the end of the day him and him and josh allen i'm sure they already have talked and fit, figured out their stuff yeah and we've won 13 games last season mm-hmm. we can do it again yeah that's dead get it done and it's one thing if you're yelling at case keenum because he can't yeah. get you the ball it's another thing if you're yelling at josh allen josh allen
0: can get you the football i mean there's no doubt about that so what are you going over or under i'm gonna say
6: over I like i'll, the I'll be a homer
0: we're gonna hit you over that's good. I think Easy. we're gonna bat sixteen for sixteen on fans' teams <laughs> taking overs, which is actually sick. But Alex, were you out on this one?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna take. Um, I'm gonna take the over just because I want to bet on a team that has a lot of pressure on them. I think, you know, if they have a disappointing season, McDermott's losing his job. That's how I see it. Um, I think he's gonna have to coach his ass off um, this season. Um, and just, I don't know. I think. I think personally, they're a team that can rebound with a lot of doubt going into the going into the you know off or going into the season. Um, and you know, just relating back many to many of those points that I mentioned before, I know the strength of schedule looks kind of tough, but you know, if you want to le- win in this league, you, you got to beat some good teams. So um, I, I know that strength of schedule can can seem a little daunting, but you're just gonna have to take it week by week and and beat the te- beat the teams that are in front of you. So. Um, I, I I like Josh Allen. I think he has he 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 has it. I think he can prove to be one of the one of those quarterbacks. Um, and I, and I think it kind of pisses him off that he's not really in the conversation anymore because last few years it was like, you know, Josh Allen could be you know the guy. Is it him? Is it Patrick Mahomes? Now all people talk about is Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, and no one's really mentioning Allen as like this top top elite guy so i think that he takes that stuff kind of personally but you know i think he can definitely lead a team far um into the into the playoffs. so i'll be taking them over here
0: i like that all right we'll do miami miami dolphins they're over unders nine and a half most people seem to like the under here but they also have the 10th best odds to win the super bowl so there's a healthy amount of action both ways i'd say i think last year it's important to note that three and oh Tua gets concussed, misses three games. they comes back. They're three and three. Then his next five starts, they they left them eight and three. So in in his all of his starts, he went eight zero to start the season. And then the concussions kind of piled up. If you remember, they did lose to Buffalo, Lucas team in the Skylar Thompson playoff game. Um, I. <laughs> The Skyler Thompson playoff game is a wild <laughs> sentence. But their offense definitely was worse towards the end of the season. Like, you could say it was Tua-related a little bit, I'm sure. But it was also, I think, some of it that they figured out how to take out this plan that they had with with Hill and Waddle. Like, that had to play some part in it. With more tape that got out, they became a little easier to slow down. But I think most people seem to believe in the numbers community that Tua is a guy that if he stays on the field can lead a team to 10 11 wins but as an eye test guy i know he went 8 and 0 in his 8 starts i just don't see that world i i i got to be honest i just think something's missing there i know he was unbelievable at the start of the season but i don't first of all I don't trust him to stay healthy second of all i don't know that he's elite when he's on the field i don't know where you land on that Owen.
4: Yeah, I'll say a few things. I think, yeah, f- first of all, uh, the roster itself I think is is a championship level roster. Uh, my only issue is like probably the main issue that anybody would have uh, that doesn't really like the Dolphins, and that's Tua. Um, and my concern is, I-, I think they've done a good job, and McDaniel did a, uh, does a good job of uh, scheming kind of the the pass game, such that he doesn't really throw much to the sidelines because that's he- he's certainly one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL at throwing outside the numbers, Um, but and he has great weapons to kind of compensate for some of his weaknesses, but I think what Phil was saying is right. Like, you know, Waddle was kind of an unknown commodity, at least somewhat last year, and Tyreek Hill was playing in a new offense, so there was an adjustment period, but I think Tua is so limited that, um, you know, once teams are able to really adjust to, to what the receivers are able to do, he's somebody that you can really... He's just so limited to so many parts of the field that he's he's really easy to defend against. So uh, that I think, in addition to the injury concerns, like he's a pretty slight person and a, and a smaller guy relative to other quarterbacks. So uh, I think he's somebody that I would I, I'd be really really worried about just as a as a potential candidate to lead a team to yeah, a lot of wins.
0: I agree with that too, and I think you look at not only his injury problems but the. I think if one of Hill or Waddle gets hurt, which neither of them did last year, I think that's a major problem. Like, I think that their offense would really suffer without one of the two of them. And I know, obviously, you look at their offseason, they add Jalen Ramsey, they signed Mike White for some Tua insurance, but the biggest ad is probably... They brought in Vic Fangio to be D.C., who's one of the great defensive coordinators of all time. They're expected to have a really good defense. Bradley Chubb's going to get his first full season with them. They are expected to level up defensively and be one of the best in the league. But I just look at this and I see a thin offense. And I guess if you... There's, there's certainly a community out there that I think would also say that their coach has a chance to be like a mcveigh light type. I think some people do think that highly of him, but to me, I look at this and I see more red flags than I do smooth sailing. Alex, where are you at?
3: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree um, with you in in that sense. I think the offense is a little light. Um, I think that, I mean, and it's tough to be banking on someone being injured, but um, you know, he did rely a lot on Tyreek and, and Jalen Waddle, um, and I don't know. I just think he he's gotten injured so many times. He's had so many concussion issues. It's just hard to see him really even staying on the field um, for even eighty percent of the eighty percent of the year, um, and that's the one drawback. I, I know Mike White's kind of nice, but I don't know. I don't really want to be you know betting um, the over here with with the backup quarterback. And yeah, I know Mike McDaniel is one of the one of the great great coaches in the league, but I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, sure bringing in Jalen Ramsey is cool, but I, I think he might be a little bit washed now. Um, he's not really the Jalen Ramsey from before. Um, so I, I don't know. I just there's something about this team that isn't making me commit fully to them. Tyreek's going to be thirty uh, next year. Not that you know Devonte Adams is well over thirty and he's still a great wide receiver, but. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just can't really bring myself to to like this team too too much and be taking uh, them to win the division or anything.
0: Luca, when you look at this team, you think they're the biggest competition to the
6: Bills? I think the Jets are a slightly bigger competition to the Bills, but I've been a 2 a truther. You've been a guy for right, a while. Yeah, a I've been a 2 a truther, and I don't hate the Dolphins or anything. Maybe I should. Um I disagree. I think the Dolphins are gonna be sick and they kinda stare me. Really? I, I think I think Tua is a very, at the very least, is, is an extremely accurate quarterback. I think both both yeah. both his, his big receivers love him. They both just only praise him, which you know maybe they're just being good teammates. Mm-hmm. They go home and they're like this 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 fucking asshole. <laughs> but um, you also were forgetting that they signed Braxton Berrios. Wow, is what a huge e- signing! E- elite That's name, elite goal. player. Um, new girlfriend and, too. It,
0: yeah, <laughs> Colpo. No, not Colpo. He was, was with real. the Culpo. I That's right. Yeah. He's had some drama around him, dude. Yeah. But they don't have Mike Gosicki anymore, dude, who people forget. He ripped one of the meanest gritties of all time. Where'd he go? I think he went to Hughes New England Patriots. <sighs> yeah, wow. How about that? What a tough yeah. departure, dude. I do like the Braxton Berrios pickup. He's very Miami, and he's an Owen guy. He's been an Owen guy since day one. I remember yeah. when the Jets drafted Zach, he said, and we'll have Berrios to go with him. Is he very yeah.
5: Miami or is he very AFC East here? Oh, yeah, uh, he's Miami.
4: He's, you think he's Miami? I mean, he's dated like he has a very specific oh, yeah. type yeah. of girl. Yeah. He's you know, got the blonde, the bleach blonde hair. Like he's Miami. Yeah, he's yeah. a six pack TikTok type of guy. He's an East Coast guy for sure, though. <laughs> Definitely an East Coast. Just well, roaming up and down the East But he's East got Coast. the Miami ethos, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. Midwest ethos, Miami ethos. Yeah. That's respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but do
3: they play lacrosse down there in Florida like they do in uh, New England?
6: I I don't think Lax is that chill down there, but,
0: you know. Probably not. He needs a little more. Is he bit a lacrosse guy?
6: Yeah. I it, I think he played lacrosse in college. He definitely really? gives off the vibe.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
4: Very much so. He used to me it's like a frat a frat guy. That's how i describe him.
5: Yeah, yeah, so Lax. Yeah. yeah. There you
4: go. A little
0: yeah. bit of Lax. There's no totally. problem with that. And the voice you're hearing is Hugh, who's joined us now. What's up? Yeah. It's good to have you on for the first time ever. It's good to be here. Ah, it's to good. make the
5: appearance finally.
0: Yeah wow, it's good to have you. We'll talk about your Patriots in a second, but we'll oh, yeah. wrap up with Miami. I should say before we give the total on the over under nine and a half, uh, third most difficult schedule in the league. This is just a division with a tough schedule. Uh, obviously, you're playing six pretty tough opponents in your division. Uh, they open back to back on the road through their first four on the road. Their first four are all against top ten defenses, AFC West, NFC East, Baltimore, Tennessee uh carolina to me this is an easy under on nine and a half i just i i have too many concerns but i do see the point that if if uh, mcdaniel is a mcveigh type that he could squeeze you back to seven eight because after all he did do that with skylar thompson but i still just see the under here where are you at alex
3: yeah i'm gonna go under i just i just have a hard time thinking that you know everyone's banking okay they're gonna be good because of tua I, I don't see Tua playing, like I said, 100% um, or, or a full season for them this year. I just think the concussion issues he's had um, are just too much. And he's just going to be, unfortunately, I think he's really talented, but I just think he's going to be one of those athletes that is just had going to have an injury plagued by, uh, or a career plagued by injury.
5: Huey, what do you want, a nine and a half? I'm locking in the under. Let's I think, go. I think you, can, you can take two teams to win 10 games, if that in the AFC East and one of them's the them, <laughs> you, know, mm-hmm. you know, one of them, you definitely know one of them. Every, every so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm not, a, I've never been a tool believer. He had a couple games last year where I was like, you know what? Maybe I should have picked him up in fantasy, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say they're going to win eight games, but I like um, exact
0: so. number. Hugh, dude, nobody's yeah. done that yet. Coming in with the hard numbers. Yeah, that's no, respect. So, yeah. You need numbers. <laughs> you do need numbers. Luca, what do you want on nine and a half?
6: I'm gonna also give you an exact number. I think if I've ever seen a ten-win football team, it's the Miami Dolphins. Respect. Wow. He's wow. taking the over. Sweet. I like that.
0: I like a little opposition.
4: On where are you? Uh, they'll be in my mind like right around a, uh, like right around five hundred. Like they'll win eight or nine games. So that's 100. Um, so I'm so gonna go with eight 100.
5: or nine. Let's get an exact number here. Uh, I would, <laughs> if I were to bet
4: 100. on the exact number, like alternate <laughs> spread type of thing, uh, <laughs> I would go with nine. Wow. Because I I trust their coaching and their defensive infrastructure and stuff, but yeah, my issue is just, I just hate to. I think he's, this is maybe a hot take, um, but I think he's comfortably the worst quarterback in the division. Wow. So, yeah, Nice. I like
5: that. He was so yeah, delighted to hear that. that. Wow. Yeah.
0: Let's, let's do the New England Patriots and then save the New York Jets for last because the New York Jets are the tasty slice of cherry pie that's sitting in the middle of the table. It's taken a lot for me not to just pick up the plate right now, but I do want to get to Hughes Patriots right off the bat. To you, it. you are a Mac Jones guy You've already said You've already came in hot And said the Patriots Are going to win 10 games can, can <laughs> you Give me a why On how they're going to get there Because I yeah. personally Have let's some see doubts the, Let's see the
4: roadmap here Yeah
5: Okay so how many games Did they win last year Nine or
0: I think it, they won They won eight games But okay. here are those eight wins Zach Wilson twice Yep Mitch Trubisky Sam Ellinger Jared Goff Jacoby Brissett Colt McCoy Skylar Thompson
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a <laughs> Who's who yeah. It's a gauntlet yeah. <laughs> Um, that's, that's We, really we should have put Derek Carr on there,
4: but we didn't. <laughs> he would fit right in with that group. Let me tell you, he really <laughs> would. Yeah. he would yeah. slide yeah. in like a pair of sandals. Dude.
5: Kirk Cousins on Thanksgiving was also a bitter loss, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So again, back to it. I think um, Bill Belichick. You know, he owns the Jets. He's got a He's got ownership. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thirty-six and ten was the number I was looking at today mm-hmm. since he came in. It's a pretty solid number. Wow, that is absolutely dominant. Yeah. Thirty-six and ten, and so you know what? I uh, I don't love Rogers this year, so I'm gonna say at worst we split, at best we go two zero. I love roadmap. I'm gonna right say down. I'm gonna say we split them with, with the Bills. Okay, you know? okay, take one off of them. Foxborough is a tough place to come into for Josh <laughs> okay. Allen. Yep. Miami, you know I. Uh, okay, sorry. Let me let me backtrack here. Bill O'Brien, OC, yeah, huge signing. That is a, that's it, the number one pickup, yeah. I'd say. That, so I think, offensively, we got better just because of him, and you know, Juju was was tough. But and yeah. and it's
4: good to have like a coordinator. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's yeah. A that's good always a to,
0: plus yeah. rather than
4: just not having. Especially one.
5: when you go a year with Matt Patricia.
4: That's yeah. what so. I was
0: going to say. Bill O'Brien's a plus,
4: but not Matt Patricia is just a major <laughs> yeah, plus. Exactly. Like you're, what I'm saying is you're also improving upon. Like it was like a there's just nobody. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah, like yeah. nobody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the ghost. It was
5: Ask Madden. <laughs> And uh, defensively, I love Christian Gonzalez. Just huge value pick. First round. Yeah. Big snap. Incredible value. Um, So defensively, I think we went from, I'm going to say a top three defense. to. Sweet. A solidified top three defense. Okay, <laughs> let, him co- let him cook. What happened co- co- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the
4: really fast guy with the gun charge? So oh, he was like, that Yeah, no, he's, super fast fast he's unreal. Guy. Yeah. yeah, but he's is facing he, Is he good to go? Years. Years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I think it's a little heat. I don't think he's good to go. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> <He's laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's unreal. <laughs> he's not good yeah. to
5: go. That's. uh, Yeah. We might have to bring that number down to nine wins next He's worth one war. He's worth one win, eh? He's like Otani, dude.
3: Damn.
0: Well I did I did really enjoy Doing notes for the Patriots I'll say that Because there was a lot To write down I forgot that Two years ago <laughs> Two years ago They spent 91 million in, 291 million In free agency And it was oh, yeah. 54 for Matt Judon Yeah Smith. let's go Hits yeah. and misses yeah, yeah, hit. 54 Matt Judon Hit Yeah switch 50 for John U. Smith Just an air ball Massive air ball Massive yeah. air How about 40 for Hunter Henry Air ball
2: uh,
0: Air is, 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 Air, that's air yeah.
5: What are we paying Him a year
0: I think anything above like the minimum is air. We can give it a clank. Yeah. Okay. Clank. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Clank. Hey. Uh, Twenty-four for Jalen Mills. He's been a liability on defense. <laughs> <He's been so laughs> <many>. Air. Air. <laughs> and then twenty-two for Nelson Aguilar. So yeah, that's my guy. Okay, but, yeah. that's that's tough. That's tough. Since yeah, that spending GM spree. Bill. Yeah, GM Bill. A little bit heat since the spending spree, a a light 18 and 16 record. So that's not great. But like you said, you did make some key signings, Juju. But to me, Juju and Jacoby Myers are like the same guy. Like you kind of just swapped one in and took out the same piece. Like the puzzle has the same pieces. You just put them in and out. Exactly. You play the most difficult schedule in the league this year. Yep. So yeah, that's that's, a little, that's that, that East East a little bit is, heat. That that is a little bit heat. Is insane. It is. It's a t- it's maybe the toughest <laughs> division in the league. So you got twelve games against teams that are have a win total of nine and a half over under or better. Wow. <laughs> so that's looking wow. pretty heat. You've got Josh Allen twice, Aaron Rodgers twice, Tua yep. twice, Mahomes, Herbert, Dak, <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson. That's a pretty tough schedule. You do have some light ones though. Derek Carr. <laughs> your, chance, your chance for revenge
5: I think we can throw Russell Wilson in the easy one too <laughs> yeah that's yeah, actually
0: yeah. possible I'd give you that Commanders <laughs> Commanders, that's an worry. easy one Jimmy G that's okay. that should be damage that's your old guy Danny Dimes yep. maybe easy Anthony Richardson probably pretty easy for Bill Bill should have no trouble with that but your first 8 games let's do another win I love Bill yeah. not mentioning yeah. the Steelers it, well but, yeah. that's ugly we don't need to go into that right now <laughs> Let's do your first eight games win loss. Eagles loss, at home loss. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs>
5: you think you're gonna nick a win softball, there, dude?
4: This is fifty five. Yeah, middle thing middle
5: is, is you gotta you gotta like Patriots strength. So we get good pressure against the quarterback. Uh-huh. Jalen Hurts. They have a terrible. Not much of a pocket one. guy. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. say a loss though. So. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. that's yeah. brave of yeah. you. A little modesty there, but uh, yeah, Foxborough isn't what it used to be, but. We'll go last. Sir. We'll go last. Fox isn't <laughs> what it used to be. Yeah, back in your day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Dolphins home. That's a W. That's a win. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's a W. Okay. Are you marking that up as a win, Luka?
6: I can see it. I don't <laughs> know if I'm marking it down immediately. No, but, no uh,
5: sharpie there.
6: No, no sharpie. At, I I can see it. What about at Jets home? week three? Comfortable loss. That's a big win I, for the Jets.
5: I the don't love Rogers this year. We can talk Obviously, about him he's an upgrade dad. from Zach Wilson. Obviously, that's brave. Um, I just, <laughs> I can yeah, see we, the we Pat's winning this game. Yeah, we. I can see <laughs> like disaster.
3: Him. Like it, it's just leading first take. Like the Jets are one and two, and they just <laughs> lost to the Patriots at home. Wow, <laughs> I can see that's that wow. happening. That's probably Stephen A. Smith's going ballistic. You know,
5: I
0: love visualization, Alex. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, so we could toss it up as a maybe. What? Yeah. About- I'm gonna,
5: okay, let's just. I'm going to say that's a W here. Say, okay. I'm going to say that's a W. So two and one in US World. Two and one, and, yeah. and, one. and they're we, hot. They've won yeah. two
0: in a row. Then you're going to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Is so, that
5: that's Thanksgiving or no? We're in week four. I, yeah. <laughs> Is it, it Thanksgiving? Was week four. He was thinking Canadian. <laughs> was Canadian. 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 Canadians. Canadians. Oh, oh, right. Okay,
0: Canadian Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, then
5: you're home for the Saints. Your Derek Carr revenge game. Yeah, that's a W. That's, All a, right. a, that's a layup. Three and two at the Browns. Yeah, I I can't stand. Deshaun, as a quarterback, he's terrible. You're no, t- like no, he don't yeah, get it <laughs> as a quarterback. Sorry, as a quarterback. <laughs> as-
3: hey, Phil, you got the Browns here? Did I have a schedule wrong? I got
0: Raiders after the Saints. Oh, go ahead, Alex. Take the lead, dude. You're right. I- no, no, I was just tracking along. I- no, no, yeah, you got it. Okay, Raiders, so, Raiders. That's better news for the Patriots. That's probably another win. Yeah. So Hughes World, they're five and two right now. They're looking that's a big number. That's a (laughs) solid number. In my world, they're about two and five right now, but (laughs) I respect your commitment. Then you got
5: bills and at dolphins.
0: Those are two tough ones, I'd say.
5: At bills? Road little roadie? No, home bills. Okay. Home. Okay, then away dolphins. Mm
4: -hmm. Weather's starting to get nippy at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Home
5: bills. like I said, I think we're gonna split them. So let's stick stick with that narrative. We'll go win at home and then later on we'll lose to them.
0: Yeah. Wow, you okay with that, Luca? <clears throat> you penciling in the home loss?
6: I don't have the stat on me, but I'm pretty sure we won two and zero against Patriots last year. So I think you're a Bills you guy. I think we did lose uh, both. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so that's what I think is happening again. But yeah, uh,
0: yeah Josh <laughs> we'll Allen see. wasn't on the wasn't on the list of quarterbacks that got the W. So he did go two and zero. That is
5: correct.
4: Did they go one and one against the Jets? Because I know there was the Nick Folk revenge I think game. We, uh, we won <laughs> both. Nick Folk.
5: Are you sure? I remember uh, one was like, no, you Zach won Wilson both. was notoriously, I think you did not bad. Yeah, yeah, there, there was
0: the right. one yeah. game that was the two point two inches of play game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And <then> there was <laughs> a Nick Folk revenge game on the last second field goal. Nick Folk revenge game. Yeah. That is so raw. But I I'm looking at this the over under seven and a half. Um, you're fifty to one to win the Super Bowl. You have the worst odds to win this division. Really? Wow! He, comfortably, like, yeah, yeah comfortably. quite a
5: bit hey by two games.
0: I think, I think this is an under a schedule under. Really? But I will say wow. that let's do the overruns. Then I'll ask two questions. Alex, okay. you go ahead on seven and a half. Seven and a half.
3: Um, I'm gonna go under just because the schedule's heat. like it. It looks really hard. Um, so I I have to go under. Oh, and you want to split there
4: uh yeah i'm gonna go under i think you know bill bill coach the coach the boys up for sure but yeah the the schedule's tough and uh yeah the schedule's pretty tough
0: (laughs) (laughs) where are you at on seven and a
6: half luca i'm sure you'd be happy to see them get kicked down a peg i um i think mathematically speaking I'm, I'm bullish on the rest of the teams in the AFC East. So mathematically speaking, they have to be under and they have to be like a three or four win team, which they are better than a three or four win team. Wow. But because of the schedule, it might just be out shakes out.
4: I love that take. And, and also, I also want to say, I think Bill's, you know, he's coaching so he can get the all time win record. The best would ever would be if it took him like four more years to do. If it was just like two wins, two wins.
0: <laughs> wins. He was doing the Zach Wilson point two <laughs> wins a season, dude, on the way to <laughs> yeah. the record. Yeah. That would be sick. Hugh, you're you're like in the over already. You're penciling yeah. it in. Yeah.
5: No, I uh I like Mac this year. I think last year was Matt Patricia's fault. Yeah. I he's was gonna ask that. He's I think uh-huh.
0: I think Mac is a good question. If if you think he's the quarterback of the future or not, I I certainly think that that you have to find out this year. You have no
5: choice because last year was kind of a waste. In 2021 at the time he was the best quarterback of that draft class at the end of the year of 2021. I was looking at that being like, we got our guy of the, and then we decided to sign Matt Patricia. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at Bailey Zappi being like,
4: maybe we got our guy. (laughs) Now, now we got two guys (laughs) and no Matt Patricia. So like, we're good wow. to go. So, you, are you go. saying keep both and maybe QB competition? Or are you saying flip one for a couple picks and a couple <laughs> first round picks and then yeah. call it a day? No, I like Max. Because so you're kind Mac's of in like my guy. Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick type of. Yeah, yeah no, I, I QB see what QB we situation. got. I see
5: the talent we got in the quarterback yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, st- <laughs> Max still
0: my guy. Well, I respect it. And I think the most important question, and, and it needs to be asked because ESPN, some people did report that people around Bill believe that he is on the hot seat. People close in Bill's circles believe he's feeling the pressure. He's 79 and 87, career without Tom Brady. I think that just shows you how hard it is to be a coach in the league if you don't have a quarterback. But, Alex, what percentage chance do you give us sitting down in January and saying Bill Belichick's not coaching the Patriots anymore?
3: 65% chance. Wow. Holy cow. (laughs) that he's not coaching the Pats just because I, I feel like Kraft can't take too many losing seasons. I feel like the guy is spoiled. Um, and I do see them maybe shifting and moving him up to like a managerial role where, where like they do a Daryl Sutter. Like, like fuck the team up even more. Thank <laughs> they, do, they do a Daryl <laughs> <Like>, Sutter. <laughs> like uh, sign some more guys, but you know, just maybe remove him from coaching and stuff. I feel like that stuff's been kind of cooking on on low heat for the last few years, just the, Oh, is, you know, Bill actually going to be the coach here is you, he, can he leave this, that? Um, and then, and then I think it it might actually happen if they have another really disappointing year. Um, so I, I think there's a good chance it
4: happens. And he's shown base kind of that he's almost a better GM than he is a coach too. Yeah. Like with he his is drafting just, you know, <laughs> it's hit after hit. He's so. a King drafter, dude. Yeah.
0: It is respect. So I like the take, I, I respect it hard. So, It'll be an interesting season. I'm looking forward to it. And let's, let's finish this division off with some New York Jets talk, which, oh, and you just take the lead. I think this is, their over-under is 9.5. And the buzz is really through the roof these days. They're they're the first team to report to camp. There was two fights on the first day of camp. I love that. Th- that's always a good oh, sign. Yeah. I saw that they taped Patriots logos onto the pass rush dummies that oh, yeah. they were the the well, guys running like, to. It up for the cameras, so they, wow. they really are going in. That's
3: already so cringe. It is like, that it's really pretty tough things in the first 24 hours. I absolutely agree relax. Yeah,
5: you can't be going 0 and 2 against the Patriots then. Taping their logo. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> oh, and this is your team. Last year you had the
0: uh, the Flacco, Zach Wilson, Chris Strebler Express, and now you've got Aaron Rodgers, who's a young 40.
4: Yeah, so <laughs> so my case is, is so y- there's basically two scenarios, right? And one is you get vintage Aaron Rodgers, and the other is you get 40-year-old, like la- last year, Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And I would say, based on our roster, specifically our defense and our weapons on offense, um, so worst case, we get Aaron Rodgers of last year. I think our floor is probably above our combined quarterback production of last year. So we're probably looking at eight to nine wins, probably closer to nine, maybe even 10, with last year Aaron Rodgers. So that's our floor, right? Uh, And then I think everything in between that and MVP Aaron Rodgers we're looking at 10 11 12 wins and so i would say if you're to assign a probability to each of those outcomes i i, I think there's a you know I, I probably just as it's just as likely that they that we get some version of MVP Aaron Rodgers which tells me that we're probably looking at a season where we win closer to 12 or 11 games right uh with a floor of 9 which still How did we get there? So <laughs> New 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 team new coach mm-hmm. new play calling. Yep, I would it's argue, all pluses. I would
5: argue a worse offense.
4: I would I would say you're insane. If you yeah, you're Yeah, I would say you're insane. Who do you have that's better? Uh, like every position is better.
3: What does some like every version of you MVP have, Rogers mean? Like what does that mean? Does I mean just mean we might not twenty five
4: percent of the games <laughs> half the season. Well, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's you can say what you want. He plays. I'm, are you talking about injuries? Like he, he's he's a he's a guy that plays most games, right? Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah,
3: but what what percentage of the games are we like, wow? Aaron Rodgers. That's you know. Well, that's what I'm I think I'm just are. saying
4: like there's a range. Like if we get full MVP with this roster, we might be looking at 13 or 14 wins, and it's highly likely we don't. Right. But it's also unlikely that we get the same version of tired, uninterested, bored Aaron Rodgers of last year, right? So I'm saying somewhere between 9 and, like, 13 to 14 wins. And so even if we get 80% of MVP Aaron Rodgers, I think we're still looking at, like, 11 or 12 even
3: wins. Even if, yeah. I think you're getting, like, 50% of MVP Aaron Rodgers. I mean, 50%. That, that, that Detroit Lions game was, like, that last game you played with the Packers was, like, damn.
1: <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. What the hell's going on? I
0: agree with that. And I think... <laughs> I kind of go back and forth because I do think that he's a guy who takes things very personally, a little too personally. So I think in some ways him having a team tell him, even even though they had very good reason to not want him anymore, him having a team tell him we don't want you anymore is a good thing for him. I think he could have a really good season. But I also do, I'm now more privy to this. I'm going to call it the Russell Wilson effect where a team sort of like rolls out the red carpet for somebody and maybe they get a little too comfortable Maybe they don't focus as hard Bro. as they would previously, Bro. and they don't have as good of a season. So I, I'm kind it of tossing takes- and turning here because I don't know what to do. I think nine and a half is a low number. I think too that seems wow. low to me. But them being fourteen to one to win the Super Bowl is insane. Like that, the Jets are not winning the Super Bowl. I do not see that as a possibility. But wow. could they have a good season? Yes. But I have Aaron Rodgers in the last few years has proven time and time again in the playoffs he's come up short. In many occasions at home, in the game against the 49ers, he couldn't score a touchdown. The game against the the Bucks, he had plenty of chance in the second half. I don't see that as a possibility. Them having a good regular season, I'd say that's possible because we saw them go seven and four last year to start the season with Zach Wilson and it, Joe Fargo.
3: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers will never win a Super Bowl again. Fact. Like, I can say that confidently. Yes. Yeah. He had some nasty teams with Green Bay. When he was younger, he had Devontae Adams. Like, say what you want about Garrett Wilson. He's not even close to to what he had with Devontae Adams. Um, and, and he's much older. So, I mean, I, I agree they could have a good season, but there's no freaking way they're winning the Super Bowl.
0: That I agree with. And I know they brought in his boy Nate Hackett to run the offense. My last impression of Nate Hackett was not it was the same impression everybody else had of Nate Hackett on his last go around. But I do think there's something to him being Rogers guy a little bit. So I'm sure there's reason to believe in that. I know we talked about it when it happened, but now that we have a little bit of hindsight, the, uh, the Lazard, Randall Cobb, Nate Hackett bring-ins. Does that make you cringe a little bit? Or is that like you're making him comfortable? Like that's a good thing.
4: In my mind, it's like the price you pay. And I think Nate Hackett's actually probably like probably, independent of Aaron Rodgers, probably a good hire. Like, I think he showed that he was a good coordinator in um, Green Bay. And I think a a lot of the issues in Denver were not entirely his fault. So I I think that was probably a good hire regardless. Uh, Any other ones are just uh, kind of irrelevant to me. You're just, it's just expensive.
3: So Aaron, yeah, I guess they they know each other. But I mean, he had Russell Wilson was, you know, working 30 hours a day (laughs) somehow. I'm trying to learn the play call and and it just didn't work out. He was still calling the Seattle plays at the line. People <laughs> <Yeah>. forget that.
1: <laughs> Run Sorry, but I, I don't know. I'm just kind of all
3: in on the on the disaster um, Jets season. That's just what I'm envisioning. But.
0: I don't blame you. I will say, uh, here, I'll give you a little bit because they're in my notes here. The Jets have the longest playoff drought in the NFL. I'd say it's a good bet that comes to to an end. It's a 12-year streak. Uh, Over those 12 years, they've had a top 10 defense in eight of those seasons. And then they've averaged to have the worst offense in the last 10 years. So maybe that'll change. They went uh, 34-80 and since 2016. So I don't know. That's what makes me so curious. I don't know how you just flip that and you're like, now we're... Now we're a ten win team. And they have a hard schedule. Last year they played the hardest schedule in the league. So it is this year it's the seventh hardest. So that's a win. Um, but from weeks one to nine, they play at MetLife for seven weeks. So the NFL's kind of rolled them out the the softball because they have the best net uh rest edge schedule in the league. Like they don't play a team that has more rest than them the entire season. They they are always they don't play in a team that comes off a bye. They the NFL like Catered the schedule so that the Jets or should have advantages to be pretty good because why wouldn't they be? Well, why wouldn't they want them to be good? Like they haven't be, been good in so long, and Aaron Rodgers is on prime time all the time, so they clearly want them to be good. Um, but nine and a half is tricky. I, I could see this the going NFL was way. was
4: plotting against Aaron Rodgers. What, what,
0: I think that was more of an Adam take. <laughs> I think that's an Aaron Rodgers take. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, Adam is kind of an extension of Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, nine and a half. Luca, let's start with you. They're in your division. You said you're more afraid of the Dolphins already. So I think I know which way you're leaning. Uh, but I could see you going over. I, I I'm, could.
6: No, I'm going over. I think what I saw from them last season with just horrible QB play, just mm-hmm. like terrible QB play, was like de- defensively, great team. Yeah. Run game, great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Mike White and Joe Flacco, they were, they were winning games. Mm-hmm. They were winning games fairly comfortably even. Um, and so I think even if Aaron Rodgers is an MVP level, if he's as good as Jimmy Garoppolo is, I think that's a team that can win 10 games like, in their sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going with you over, I think. Now, that being said, like you said, Super Bowl, that's pushing it. Yeah. But, And it would be the,
0: funny if they went like 4-13. and oh, that, that would com- be fun. Comedy.
6: That would be great yeah. for, for
0: this show yeah. and for Owen's reactions. That would be great. <laughs> um, I'm going to go over. I think he has a, a really good regular season. I think that's the way I'm landing. But it's, I'm tossing and turning. Huey, let's go with you. What do you think?
5: I'm going to go under. Brees Hall coming off an ACL tear. Um, i got to wow. give props. I, defense is nice. But I don't know. Just Rodgers doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's going to be back to his, uh, to his 2020, 2021 levels. Like Garrett Wilson, like Alex said, huge downgrade from Devontae Adams, no matter if he had whatever, 1,000 yards with Zach Wilson last year. I just don't see how many other pieces they have on offense. And Robert Salah, he's a defensive guy. I just don't think their offense is going to be that prolific this year. So I'm going to say nine wins for the Jets. I just, love just under.
0: You. That's respect. You know, I, I've been an anti-Aaron Rodgers. I can't I can't take the over in good conscience. I'm switching that. I, I've go. been so anti-Aaron Rodgers on this show. I can't. I'm sorry, Owen. I'm going under. Um, you take your pick. I know which way well, you're going.
4: But. I'm going to go over. I think these... Like this should be the team outside of the Chiefs should be the favorite in the AFC for the I hate the Bengals. But yeah, that's not the point. The point is, like I, I think this offense is a clear uh in ev- almost every way is a, an upgrade from what he was working with last year. I think uh Garrett Wilson's better than any receiver he was throwing to. Corey Davis is arguably better than any receiver he was throwing to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Corey
1: Davis. Let's Corey go. Corey Davis is good.
4: Co- I think Corey, Corey Davis, Davis is good. I've seen him play, he's good. Uh, and then... You, got, uh, you can't forget Miko Hardman. Yeah, I mean, Hardman, whatever. whatever <laughs> know, They've whatever. got depth, dude. <laughs> depth, Randall Cobb. Just plug and play. I mean, they have Michael a lot Wilson of receivers. If Boston goes out, you got
3: Miko Hardman.
4: <laughs> and then, I mean, Brees Hall and Bam Knight are two of the better running backs in the NFC. Bam Knight. I still don't Bam know what Bam was Knight was Knight is. was <laughs> nasty last year. Say what okay. you want. He was super good. <laughs> sure. He's, if he wasn't... Listen, if he wasn't platooning... Uh without uh, like all the other running backs they have, he'd be you would have known about him because you'd probably want him in fantasy. Well, just because that's so many good running backs back, this guy yeah. can't
3: even get a carry. <laughs> they have so many. Move. Michael
4: Carter gives you good appearances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not even lying to you. I'm not even kidding. Who's the guy they got from the Jags? Uh they got Ra Ra Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. He's he probably could, the best running back in the league right now. He is, dude. He's a hot commodity <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, nice. A packed <laughs> he's they have a packed stable, but I'm saying if you gave one any <laughs> one of <laughs> nice these guys, stable. including Bam Knight all the touches or primary touches. Then yeah. they would be fantasy uh, animals. But yeah, <laughs> that aside, yeah, I think they're they're too talented, and Aaron Rodgers is. Has, has, it's too much of an upgrade for him not to be better than last year.
5: All right. Do so you an think over. any of them are better than Aaron Jones, like just pound for pound?
4: Uh,
5: I think Brees Hall is better than Aaron Jones. I do. I do Coming too. Coming off in ACL tear. I do too. But yeah. I think
4: they're the The running game in general. That's the in yeah. They're similar, comparable. Alex, you're the last guy here.
3: I'm going to go under, but uh, I actually had nine as, uh, as my Sweet. win total. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I just think it's going to be too much for Aaron Rodgers. I think the guys <laughs> like just New York, all the media, I, I don't know. He, he went green Bay is like the smallest town ever. And now he's just going to the biggest town ever. I think, I don't know. I think that's going to play a big role in his, in his performance and stuff. So, um, gonna be going to Rangers games every <laughs> night, Knicks game, you know. Uh, so I think I think he's like, let me go to New York, like finish off my career, have a good time. Um so I might be recycling my Aaron Rodgers isn't that serious about football take. That wow. didn't work well so it's well for two me. Years he won old. MVP. Yeah. <laughs> he won MVP that year, so that was heat,
0: but uh, I might be rolling it out again. So I'll be going under. I respect it. I like the take. So now we got to place all the helmets. Um, we said the bills would go in good. They're not elite. We're gonna put them in good. Miami, I w- I would lean towards the Frisk, frisk zone. zone there. I think frisk. I think they're the same as Cleveland to me. Really, yeah. that's the way yeah. I see it. Any objections there? No,
5: why are the bills all of a sudden bad? What what happened to the bills?
0: The, well, I don't think that the, the Bengals or Chiefs level, but I think they're like good's not a diss Okay, goods, okay, goods. okay, goods. okay. Yeah, good, good, yeah. We had like, like four Ravens. teams. Or three put the Ravens teams in, in good. Yeah, oh. Ravens the only team in good right now. They're joined by Buffalo. Miami's going in the frisk zone. I think the
4: Jets, comfortable good. They're good. Risky. they're good until proven good. frisky that's what they are
5: but they've never i think they're frisky until <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I think exactly
4: yeah they don't need to prove themselves to be good be, because what we're, like this is where we're, we're this is a projection based on what we think they're going to be right and they've we've never seen this group of people together you're pulling a cynthia freeland on <laughs> nfl.com here <laughs> nobody got that reference
5: but <laughs> the respect <laughs> uh, uh, what, what was it dude go <laughs> into more detail it's like you know how nfl they post uh the the score predictions on Instagram. Yeah. It's always Cynthia Freeland and everyone always clowns her. So I just thought that the boys would, uh, would know her. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I think right, Cynthia bad. Freeland's the even,
4: DPM of Canada. No, I didn't even know they did score predictions on Instagram.
5: <laughs> I might've messed that
0: name up. <laughs> Who is she? I think she's the deputy prime minister. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, that's that I, I, right. this, this. I think I think you're frisk until proven good. I'm sorry, Luca. What do you yeah. want on this one?
6: I think both them and the Dolphins are good. Wow, I'm go ahead and say I respect that. I, I might just generally overrate teams. Like I just think everyone's better than they end up being. So, but you're a positive you know. guy.
0: That's a good thing. Optimism, baby. I like it. Name of the game. But I think overall we've got three frisks and two goods. That's
3: crazy. I don't know. I think I think they might
4: be good.
0: All right, let's put them in good, whatever. It's preseason. We can afford to do that.
4: Thank you, Alex. We needed yeah. we needed the flip there. All right. Good good they go.
0: And then uh the uh New England Patriots. I think they are... Uh, unserious? Unserious. I think they're the first Worst team not than going. Frisky, yeah. yeah, I think they're the first team to and go. we're in.
5: putting the Steelers and the Browns
3: <laughs> what? Do we, we have one worse than Unserious or no? We have poverty. Okay, the Browns oh, are... Oh, no, they're, they're, they're not
5: poverty. Don't not worry about uh, Browns are going to be so bad. <laughs> right,
4: <maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> the Browns could have easily been an Unserious.
5: There's, there's absolutely no way we're a worse team than the Steelers. No, no way. That's probably fact.
6: No, the Steelers I the play Steelers, um, I feel like the Steelers and the Pats are like the same team, but just Yeah, defensive team divisions. with a pretty bad quarterback. Yeah, but it's
4: not about that. It's about the schedule. Yeah. That's what it's about.
6: The Steelers play a much easier What's schedule. What's the over under for Steelers? Eight
0: and a half. I oh, think I think Unserious would be my vote. But I Me can too. understand you wanting to put Bill in the frisk zone, but I just Oh why are we giving Bill that type of respect though? <laughs> That's what nah, I'm saying.
3: Bill's been kinda of lacking like yeah. 18 and 16, you said?
0: Yeah, last two years.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with Unserious.
0: All right. Three Unserious makes it happen. You guys can go on the record though with what you would put him in. Luca, you go first.
6: <laughs> I'm down for Unserious, but but <laughs> but but I'm with you with that. I don't know why the Steelers aren't frisky. Uh, but yeah.
2: Let's go. Okay, so uh I missed the the football preview, but I think Phil's gonna meet it at the end here. So uh <laughs> my opinions on this division. I just want to share that I think the Patriots are terrible and they're gonna have a bad season. So I'm taking the under on I don't know the numbers, but I'm taking the <laughs> under on the Pats. And I'm taking the under on the bills and I'm taking the over on the dolphins and the over on the jets. I believe in the jets and I believe in the dolphins. I'm curious to hear Lucas thoughts on the bills downfall and why everyone thinks they're going down this year. And, uh, I am one of those people. So I kind of want to hear his defenses and all of that. So I'll definitely be tuning in to listen to it. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast.
0: All right. Unserious. They go. So that's it for the AFC East next show. I think we got I don't know, NFC South, if we can get Ryan, that would be good, but uh, quickly just running through the football stuff and then we can finish up. Um, I know it was new uniform week. There was like 100 new uniforms that dropped. I just, did anybody have one that in particular they liked? Because to me, the Houston Oilers thing, I know everybody's mentioned it, but the fact that the Titans get to rep those is just, that's just terrible. Especially because the Texans need a rebrand more than like life itself. They need to be the Oilers again. So, I wow. just hope that they can find a way to facilitate that transfer. But the fact that Titans are clinging on to the rights for those just makes me mad. But I saw your Jets had a new uniform they, they unveiled today, the white one. Did you see that? But was there one that you liked in particular?
4: I did see the Oilers. I did. I, I like the colors Seahawks on that. Seahawks one is crazy. Oh, Seahawks one is unreal. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. That well, one was my favorite.
3: I I like the Vikings one too. It's it's kind of low key, but it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah, you should like, maybe switch to those like full time because it's kind of a subtle change, but it's nice.
0: Yeah, the the full list is Vikings went to classic. The Patriots are bringing back the red one, the Jets have a white Houston Oilers. Colts, that is the ugliest Colts. thing. Colts are that is a oh, air ball, complete yeah, airball And uh, the Seahawks 90s and Browns white helmet finishes up the list. Oh, the
4: Jets looks awesome! Yeah,
0: it really <laughs> does, dude. It's a good look. I think. Oh, did wow. you mention the
4: Eagles? They're gonna go Jets Kelly one. Green.
0: Oh, yeah, Eagles, I guess, Kelly Green and uh, Bucks going uh, Creamsicle, creamsicle. too. Yeah, so I do love Creamsicle. There's a lot of good ones, man. I like. I like all these new ones for the most part, except the Colts one. I just don't understand how in the year of our Lord, 2023, you have bad oh, uniforms. Arizona is
4: horrific.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, their new uniforms are terrible. That's
3: terrible. Oh, Wait, they have fresh. new throwbacks as well?
0: No, they have new regulars.
3: Oh, no, I've seen those. I kind of don't, kinda don't like the Browns it. ones. Just because like, the helmet's kind of iconic with the like orange. I don't know if that's worth changing.
0: It is their logo. People forget that, the orange <laughs> yeah, lid. So... Yeah, so... I get that. Hugh, you've been a long time Patriots
5: red guy. So money. I was gonna bring my Brady, my Brady uh red jersey, but yeah, I got woken up from a nap there and <laughs> had to head over <laughs> pretty quick.
4: <laughs> Respect, dude. I like the book. I, I wanna say though, shout out to like Arizona's uniform is terrible, but I kinda like the we're gonna like rebrand. Mm-hmm. To, or like have a, a uniform that we're going to use when we're like really bad and then when they get good they can just get rid of it and just rebrand that's actually
0: respect yeah. dude. the Falcons are doing that right now too yeah. it's like while we're ass, we're going to wear like the worst uniforms <laughs> yeah. possible so then when we get good again people will buy our It'll new be jerseys riding. because we're good and it's a new jersey yeah. so that's respect the 99 club is done This show's a long time been a Madden's rating fan because we can't grind the tape. We don't have the time. So we trust the people at Madden who've never got a rating wrong ever (laughs) to get the job done for us. Uh, I know it's Mahomes, Kelsey, Justin Jefferson, Zach Martin, and Donald. I did see their quarterback ratings as well um i i'm sad to say that uh no no top 20 for mac jones not in top the t- 20 for kenny pickett or no not, okay, not okay, for him okay. either so that was a okay. mistake um we had jordan addison driving 150 in a 50 but i do i do see that that was because there was a medical emergency so now right, wow, i now awesome. i have to respect yeah. it now i see the importance there so that's he went from like a l to a w yeah. very quickly yeah. in my book which yeah. is an amazing turn like that might be the best excuse for anything ever do we know what the medical emergency was or? i think it was dog related i it think the was dog, dog was related okay yeah he seems like a really good nice. guy so that's all of a sudden a w for him and then we had tom brady and i don't know how to say her name arena Shake, Shake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, she had a kid with Bradley Cooper, right? And she dated Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo for quite a while. Yeah. And I heard Giselle steaming about this, so they hooked uh, up, they're dating. Oh, there's the photo. Wait, I thought photo he was going for car. Kim K. <laughs> I'm sure Kim he's K got or his or eggs in lots of different bags. <laughs> I'm <laughs> okay, sure okay, okay, he yeah. does. I'm yeah, sure he's, he's got, probably got a roster, right he's now. got the Ken low commitment girlfriend long distance. distance, yeah. yeah. So that's respect to him. How old is Arena Shake? Well, that's a good question because
5: I made a bet that uh, his next girlfriend was going to be. Over twenty five. I, okay. okay. I think she's over twenty five. She's gotta be over
0: twenty five. I think she's in her
4: forties, honestly. I think so. If yeah. she has a
0: kid she, with Bradley and dated Christiano, I think she's gotta be over yeah, twenty five. I will say okay, though, okay. she doesn't
4: look at she doesn't look a day over thirty. Yeah. I hate, I hate late that. night
0: Owen, dude. <laughs> 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 He's about to start talking about Florence Pugh, dude. Um anyway. Last things, quickly, I wanted to mention the, uh, the Cowherd video because uh, a big topic these days in, in sports is what's going to happen with Otani. And I told Owen about the clip, but I do want to play it because if, if people don't know in Major League Baseball, you can't trade draft picks. Like It's not something that you are allowed to do. But Cowherd actually didn't get this memo, so when he unleashed his take, it was a little bit of air here. I'll just hit the button. Do you know how much you could get for Otani? I'm guessing. I'm not. I'm a casual. Five first-round picks, your best prospect,
4: your third-best prospect, and two solid starters. That was (laughs) outrageous. So, can I just say, even if you could trade prospects, that's the most. Outrageous package I've ever heard in my life. Like, even cut out the prospects, two solid starters and your three best prospects is like an absurd package for a guy for two months. Like, that's <laughs> that would you like you, they could trade, you know, Otani, Trout, like, assuming Trout was expiring too, and it still would be way too much. Like, that he is took just a
3: Dame like, Lillard trade and like doubled it. Yeah. Yeah.
4: With <laughs> yeah. a legal draft picks, dude. And He's then it would be in. like, Dame Lillard's like going to go to sign with a different team two months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, though, he said he was a casual, though. Yeah. No, that was he a, did have yeah. a raw yeah. preference. <laughs> yeah. He's
0: like, and I am a casual. And then the immediate next
4: words were five first round picks, which and, was he. And the best part, too, is Jason McIntyre's like, oh, like, I don't know. I, do, I don't even want picks. Like, maybe I would just want somebody that can help me win now. Like, he was like, he had no idea either. So yeah, they're both- they had a full convo about picks for,
0: yeah, like, five minutes. Yeah, it it's like, brutal. actually, this yeah. is just irrelevant. You can't trade any of those. But respect to those guys. I liked it. And then, um, Alex, where are we at with Mbappe? This is the last thing. <laughs> but this is a... Oh, uh, it's crazy. This man. is insane. For people who don't know, I'll fill in the, the masses here. And maybe Luca can come in and help. Because I know he's... He remember, I remember his last appearance, he prefaced Dortmund fans. So, I'm sure he can chip <laughs> in. But... Uh, from my understanding, he's got one year left and basically he signed a contract already with Madrid for next year. So he was like PSG like I'm gonna like play out this year and then I'm gonna cut for free And PSG was like actually like we'd be hoping to get like a hundred mil back for you <laughs> like this doesn't really work out for us so like get banned from the squad while we like try to find somebody to take you but everybody's like we don't want him because he's gonna go to Madrid in a year and he's not going to sign with us. So then enter Saudi Arabia who says we'll pay you PSG. 300 million for him right now So PSG immediately is like bet like We'll take the 300 million and you can negotiate <laughs> With them and their offer to him was One year contract 700 Million that's Eight. 13.3 million a week And that's a little over 80k an hour So Where are we at you think He's going to take that
3: I think he might I don't really know why he Would say no to that um, And sit out the whole year at PSG I mean he's really he's won like Everything you could win at PSG, besides the Champions League, um, why not go make some money and then you know kind of like light up the the Saudi League and then come to Madrid? Like I think that'd be like a like a like a thirty ESPN thirty for thirty type thing. It's like and then he went to you know Saudi Arabia and like. Yeah, I mean, it's they've already got so many good players. I feel like the quality of of uh, football there would be would be quite high. So, um, I mean, I don't know why why you wouldn't take it. But I I, I think that you know if you want to be part of, I don't know what it is. I guess FIFA or UEFA. I don't know. They've got to put a cap on how much you can be playing players because that's disgusting. Eighty k yeah. an hour is a joke.
0: That's like, more than that's, LeBron's that's entire career earnings in one year. Yeah, and that's just ridiculous.
6: So. Yeah. Where are you at with that, Luca? I don't. I don't think he goes. I don't think PSG are going to bench him for a whole year if he. Yeah. If he decides to stay, and I think Madrid could come in with an offer too. Obviously, it won't be three hundred mil, but Mbappe strikes me as the type of guy who's thinking about his legacy right now. He's like, I, I need to move to Madrid. I'm that yeah. guy. I'm not going to go and potentially stay in my legacy by, by playing in. Mm-hmm. But potentially yeah. botching Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. Has got to be
3: like one of the greatest chokes. Just like, a classic, how do, how do you classic mess PSG up? moment.
4: <laughs> yeah. Can I ask a dumb question? There's no dumb question. So, so if he he's under contract with PSG, why 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 is it that they that he needs to like consent to being traded? Why can't they just move his contract? Well, um, he has
3: to sign that contract with with the Saudi League. Yeah. So, yeah. so and if he doesn't, then they can't sell him. Soccer, is weird. Like, and that. they would just really
4: void remember. his existing contract. I guess,
3: I guess his yeah, his contract just gets voided at that point. If
6: you agree, yeah. And they get yeah.
3: He's trying to like mess up PSG so that they don't get any value for him.
0: Yeah, that's saw big. what that's Goudreau awesome. did and
3: was like sick. When
0: <laughs> like the, but then
3: out. he if he were to wait out though, then he can go to any club he wants if right. he, once his contract's done, and yeah. then PSG can't do anything about it. So while they do have control over him in in a sense, that's where they're trying to extract value.
0: Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be a big sports story without LeBron coming in over the top on Twitter uh "Quote me headed to Saudi when they call at Rich Paul and at Mav Carter for that one year deal." Uh, Peace uh, emoji, <laughs> shrug emoji, smile uh, emoji, uh, and then Draymond <laughs> Green saw LeBron tweet that, so he obviously had to come in and drop naturally. a tweet of his own. His king, his king, his king, my king. Um, he said, "Quote: They got a basketball league too, right?" Shock emoji, shock emoji, run emoji, run emoji, cloud emoji, cloud emoji, cloud emoji, cloud <laughs> emoji. I don't the ink on my my contract dried up yet. Laugh emoji. Laugh emoji. Laugh emoji. Laugh emoji. Laugh emoji. Laugh emoji. I'm, I'm gonna call it. I think I'm. I,
5: I
4: see a JJ Watt tweet <laughs> in the near future. Yeah. Hashtag unretirement. Yes. Let uh, me see if I, he's oh, already wow.
0: spoken on this. I'll take a look. I
4: love Draymond Green thinking it'll be like you know they're going after all the top players like Neymar, Messi. It's gonna be like <laughs> in the NBA. It'd be like LeBron, Curry. Draymond, like Draymond, would be like the third guy. Yeah,
0: he would be. And at J.J. Watt, Saudi Arabia interested in American football by chance. at no Fabrizio
4: way. Romano. No way.
0: Mind blown emoji. Mind blown emoji. Mind no blown emoji. No way. No way.
5: to get in there. Yeah. Wow. Raw no hashtag Rocky. on retirement though. No hashtag oh, on
0: retirement. But exactly. it might it might as well have been in there because you nailed the rest of it. That was major respect. <laughs> what a nice. swish, dude! Wow. What an appearance. That's funny. Way to go, boys. That was a good sesh. I'm glad we did that. Wait, AFC yeah. East. Yeah. That was solid. 10. Oh. 10. Two down, six to go. 10. 10. ten. You got to say 10. 10. Good. Luca, ten you dropped one too, right? For the Patriots next oh, year. 10. Good. That was, that was a good 10. ten. That one yeah. felt good yeah. off ASMR. the ASMR. I liked that. And very ASMR. So we'll be back next week. I think NFC South with Ryan. I think that's what we're planning on doing, but maybe, uh, maybe something else. We like to surprise if keep people on their toes. So, yeah. So, thanks. We'll be back next week. Take care.